This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. Considering all that has happened in the past seven months, do you dare look back, back to a pre-COVID time, back to the days before the summer riots and losing started? Well, it certainly have changed quickly. It, and the market's pretty darn strong with all the negative things that have happened to us. Well, that That's that's what a lot of money will do. Throwing at the market, the economy, everything. That's what a lot of money will do. Anyways, the uncertainty still exists. And that causes volatility. And that's what we're going to have to just live with, as I told you before. But that doesn't mean you don't you stray from the path of financial security in your future. It doesn't. You have to keep to that path. Uh, no matter what comes your way. You know, there was a 16-year period, as we talked about yesterday, where the market didn't, the Dow didn't move. Now, I'll let me rephrase that. It went from 900 to 900 after 16 years, but there was a lot of movement in between. But that's, you know, you, that's what can, that can happen again, trust me. It can happen again. I don't see it happening anytime soon, but it can happen again. So you just, just got to be prepared. If, if it does happen again, how are you going to make money for your retirement? Well, there's ways to do it. There will be there will be a way. So anyways, you got to be prepared. That's all I have to say. So this is a call-in show, and your participation is always part of the mix. So please call. We're taking your live calls right now, 888-99-CHART. I'm Steve Peasley. Here at Invest Talking at my company, KPP Financial, based in Irvine, California. Of course, we operate on one philosophy, and that's independent thinking and shared success. Well, we have more than one. Justin Klein are a little bit different. Our firm is a little bit different. Because we don't we don't buy somebody else's methods or ideas. We 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 dedicate to ourselves to unbiased guidance from anybody. We do it ourselves. We only recommend investment strategies that we implement for ourselves. And we prove this with a practice what we call parallel investing, meaning our investments right along with yours, our clients. We buy and sell the same thing, same price, same percentage in our portfolios. That's how we do it. Okay, I'm ready to take your calls, 888-99-CHART. And with everything that is going on, you have to make sure you are not putting off your objectives of financial freedom. Well, thanks to technology, Justin Klein and I can help you. No cost, no obligation portfolio assessments. We do them every day. We can do it via telephone, Skype, Jive meetings, email, whatever method you want to use. Especially now in these times, you know, where it's difficult. People don't want to necessarily go to an office full of people and, you know, with the COVID virus thing. So it's actually it's actually quite easy to do, which work at home as I've mentioned here on the show, working at home is just going to get bigger. Not working, working out of the office, working uh, using meetings, uh, internet meetings instead of in in person meetings. That's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you want to do that, send just send us a message to investtalk.com or call KPP Financial Irvine, California. 
send me an email, we'll do it. Okay, remember, that's investtalk.com. Okay, what is going to be my focus point today? Well, is a new stock market high coming because of the vast sum of money being printed? The theory goes like this. None of the factors that could limit the stock market stock market's rise appear to be in play. Right now, they don't. So, maybe all this money being thrown, printed out there, will push stock prices higher. It has in the past. And, of course, i got some other things we want to discuss. What's happening to urban housing prices? What do you think is going to happen to them? I want to go over some of the some of the problems uh, that they're going to be having. And we'll talk a little bit about the round two stimulus checks that might be coming. Well, I don't think my, I, I know they're coming. It's just we don't know how big it's going to be or when exactly it's going to be. And maybe I'd like to talk about the BioNTech and Pfizer deal on the new vaccine they've been working on. Seems like they're in the lead. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. Those are the things I'm going to talk about. Marco was up. Dow was 165 points. NASDAQ, 26 points. Uh, um, The SP19, gold was up 1.5% today. But did you see silver? Up 9% today. Nine. Okay, let's talk to Bryce in Kansas City. He wants to talk about ORI. Is that Old Republic? Yes, yeah, sir. Old it Republic is. International. Thanks, Bryce. Sure. What's your question? Well, I have some room in my portfolio, Steve, for an insurance company. And uh, I thought you guys had said a few weeks ago that, that with everything going on, uh, insurance companies, would be pretty well priced around this time and I got it narrowed down to ORI and I'm the dividend 4.83 percent debt to equity uh, 0.19 and then I heard the uh, short float percent if that's low which this is 1.62 that's a that's a buy signal too Uh, your thoughts please I like ORI. I uh, I do like it a lot. Old Republic International Corporation offers property and liability commercial insurance, title and mortgage guarantee insurance. Uh, they pay a 4.8% dividend. A PE right now is 9, and it's probably going to be less than that if the price doesn't move to $17.40 stock. Um, they don't have a lot of debt, which I like. The return on equity is a little low at 10%. I would like it to be higher, but, you know, I'm okay with it when they have such low debt. I'm okay with a lower return on equity. And I love the dividend. So I think, you know, and I don't know if you know, but this year they're supposed to be repurchasing about $3 million of their uh, shares outstanding. And that's about 1%. So I, I like the company. I like the chart. They're making ho- higher higher lows and higher highs. And I think this is a good buy point. I do. So for me, I like this. This is a, if you need an insurance or you want an insurance play, I think this is a good solid play. The $5.2 billion company. So I kind of like it, Bruce, Bryce. So um, you got a thumbs up from me. Okay. Appreciate the call. Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. 
And summer is well underway, as you know. Time seems to be moving pretty darn fast. You know, I notice as I get older, it goes faster. I don't know if you notice that, but I do. And we are in the final two trading weeks of July, and market volatility has been pretty much on display. Earnings season is over half over, so we've got lots of earnings coming out still. So it's always interesting. It's always, uh, to me, I find it fascinating. There's always changing, always unpredictable. Now, so how can you be prepared for what's ahead in the markets? Well, let's talk about it. We can talk about it. Your participation is the main driver of this show. So we're taking your calls live, 888-99-CHART. It's an Invest Talk Wednesday. Steve Peasley is on duty, and he's happy to provide unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Invest Talk, 888 99 Chart. Hey, Steve. Hey, Justin. I was wondering about a company, Vail Resort Simple Mountain MTN. I was curious at what point you would get in. I know a little bit concerned with the upcoming ski season potentially being affected by COVID. And at that, I also kind of a two-part question was curious about debt levels. Their debt levels about equivalent to what their revenue is. So I was curious what you're comparing debt levels to um, to modify to monitor debt levels and how risky that is. Thank you. Well, they do have a lot of debt, and that's one of the little red flags here. Uh, cash flow is huge at thirteen dollars and five cents. Uh, earnings are only going to be two dollars and eighty-three cents this year after being seven dollars and forty-nine cents last year. Next year it's supposed to spring back to five dollars, and of course it's based on COVID. So Vale Resorts MTN operates twenty ski resort properties in the Colorado, Utah, California, Minnesota, and Australia. So those, you know, it's a seven point eight billion dollar company. Of course, sales have collapsed. Uh, and now it's a question of will they recover? And they will, but it's a pretty darn expensive stock with too much debt. So this is not a value play. And I'm thinking I, I'm not interested in I'm not interested in any companies that have a lot of debt at this point. I, I'm really not because you know, especially companies affected by COVID, affected negatively. Because there's companies affected positively by the COVID, but if companies affected negatively, I would not invest in Bell Resorts at this point. It's just too risky. You know, I don't know. I know they'll recover someday, but I would be very wary of this because of the debt level and because of what we see. The yield is 3.6%, but I don't, I'm not sure they can hope maintain that. You know, earnings collapse this year. Okay, my focus point today concerns a question about is a new stock market high coming because of the vast sum of money being printed? Theory goes like this. None of the factors that could limit the stock market's rise appear to be in play. So is this going to happen? What are some of those factors that would limit? How about just concern over debt? No one cares one twit about the debt that the government is putting on. Don't even bring it up. Not even a worry. How are we going to pay for that debt? I have my suspicions on how, how that's going to happen. But no one's really worried about it. No one's concerned about it. And what you're seeing is momentum in the stock market is pretty darn strong. Still is. 
still hasn't slowed down, and I don't see why it would. Okay, why why would it? We we spent three trillion on the first uh, 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 stimulus package, and they're talking about between one and three trillion on the second stimulus package. Add to that, Europe spent two point one trillion, about eight hundred fifty billion of that going directly to people and to, to start to stave off their their financial their economic issues. So there's central banks around the world are printing money like crazy. So that is going to push stock prices. It, see, it's never a direct. Think about it this way. Um, I got an email from a young man just graduated from college, um, and he wants to know, since uh, he got just graduated, he wants to know he's been doing very well in the stock market, and where should he put his COVID paycheck he's getting in the stock market? Okay, he doesn't know anything about the stock market, but he wants to invest in the stock market. He wants to put his COVID paycheck. You got a COVID paycheck? That's how he worded it, by the way. Where do I put my COVID paycheck? Where should I put my COVID paycheck? I'm thinking, it's not a paycheck. It's not free money. It's not money that's just out there. You didn't earn that money, and that money's going to stop at some point. But the thinking is, here's all this money, and he's going to throw it at the stock market. He wants to throw it in the stock market. He doesn't need it, but he's going to throw it in the stock market. How many other people are doing that, throwing money at the stock market? That's what my word is. Too many people are doing Money's coming into the stock market by, by, from people that have no idea how the stock market works. I got a several several kind of emails that tell me that that people are now throwing money at the stock market and they have no clue what they're doing. That really concerns me. This is InvestTalk. I'm Steve Peasley. And if you've been listening to InvestTalk for a while, you have heard me say, and I, I believe every investor should determine their own individual risk tolerance. Haven't, I mean, I've said that a bazillion times. How much risk do you want to take? That's the first step to building a profitable investment strategy. You need help with that. We'll define it for you. We'll help you with that. Give me a call. 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. Every Friday on the program and the podcast, Steve Peasley shares highlights from the newest edition of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Listen Fridays to Invest Talk. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls and questions. 888 99 Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Michael from Dallas. I was wondering if you like the idea of having 0% allocation to bonds in your 401k. I'm only 23 years old and I have no problem being fairly aggressive, and so I figured there's no need to be in bonds. Thanks. I'll be listening for your answer. You're exactly right. There's absolutely no reason for a 23-year-old to have any bonds. I have no problem with zero allocation of bonds, even into your 50s. It depends on you. Remember we talked about, mentioned risk tolerance? If you're okay with the risk, yeah. When you start to look toward retirement, when you need to start to protect the assets, your, your, your nest egg, that's when you start thinking about bonds. And I don't really care for bond funds or bond ETFs. I like to buy the actual bonds, buy a group of them, hold on to them. 
There's specific reasons why I like that. Um, and I buy the bonds at par, they mature at par, I get the interest in between, and I'm happy. I'm a happy person. Bonds can go up and down in value based on what interest rates are doing. You know, so I, I'm I'm not a problem. I don't have a problem with owning bonds, but I certainly don't have a problem not having any bonds in your portfolio when you're young. You shouldn't, or you want to be aggressive. You shouldn't have any bonds then. There's no reason to have. Them. Historically, bonds severely under underperform stock market. Now, that, not on all cases at all times, but generally speaking, yes, severely underperform the stock. Okay. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, urban house prices. Urban house prices are going to fall, everybody. Big city prices, and, and there has been a trend in recent years for people, young people especially, move back into the city out and not go out to the, uh, the, to the suburbs. I think that's going to reverse quickly, quickly. Why? Well, for two main reasons. Social distancing is much di- more difficult to do it in a, in a big city. There's people everywhere. So I think people, I think, I think there's going to be people scarred with this social distancing issue and wanting to be outside the city, wanting to have more space around them. Then you add to that urban violence that we've been seeing in some of the big cities around the country. So, how long that will last? How long this COVID, this COVID virus? I don't, I don't, I see uh, the COVID thing being taken care of by vaccines and treatments within a year. Okay. I do see that within a year of today. And, and so I'm not too worried about that, but there's going to be another one. How many have we had in the last 10, 20 years? Quite a few. I think this one has really frightened a lot of people, scarred them. So I think that's one of the reasons they may not they may think twice about moving into the big city. They might like the amenities and all those things. I don't like the possibility of getting sick. And then you add that violence, this riots and so on and so forth. And who wants to be around that? No one. No one wants to be around it. So I think you're gonna see prices, uh, home prices, apartment prices in the big cities start falling sharply. They already have seen some damage there. And you know who what that might help? Prices in the suburbs might go up. So we'll see. But I do think we have to think about that, you know, as investors and how it's going to affect our economy and those kinds of things. Okay? 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Let's grab another caller that came in earlier. Hi, Steve. John in San Jose. I was calling uh, with regards to SDS, Sam David Sam, the inverse to the spiders. To buy it, go long, it's a, a triple inverse. Appreciate your uh, advice on the uh, air. Have a great day. Okay, I wouldn't do it. Uh, ETF seeking daily performance corresponding to twice the inverse. So SDS is twice, not three times. Uh, the inverse of the Standard Poor's 500 index. So this will go up. When the S&P goes down, this would be a hedge. Uh, I just wouldn't put on the hedge now, even though I am getting a little concerned about the market. I, I, you know, you could put on a hedge, and if you want to hold on to your stocks, just to reduce the volatility in your portfolio, and that's what these things are for. 
really. The hedging for you and the trading. You don't buy them for long-term or anything like that. But being a long-term stock markets go up. With all the cash that's being printed, it's hard for me to bet against the market. It really is. Um, even though in one of my programs we do short, and this is what this is, it's shorting the S&P 500. But it's hard to maintain that in the face of a bull, bull run. So the question is, is a bull run near its peak? If it is, then this is what you want to put on. No one, no one rings a bell. I'm still looking for that person who's supposed to ring the bell at the top or the bell at the bottom. And I'm still, I have a crystal ball on my, I'm on my desk at the office, and I've had it for for a long time. It just doesn't work. Never worked. Don't know why I have it. it doesn't it makes a terrible paper weight? Paper paper weight because it's round. So what's it? What, why is it? Why do I keep it? Okay, I have a trivia question for you. Two-parter. Okay, we're going this one. Uh, uh, this one concerns real estate. What you know? I'm gonna have to get to it quickly. What is the approximate price of Manhattan real estate per square foot today? Well, how much does it cost? And what do you suppose it was in 1910, 1920, 1930? Ten years apart from each other. I think you'll be surprised by the answer. I'll have the I'll have the answer after this break. But for now, my phone lines are open, and I encourage you to call 888-99 Chart. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the Internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use. 
and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. This is Invest Talk, the radio program and podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom. You may be a regular listener. You may even have called a few times. But if you've never called, what are you waiting for? The phone lines are open, and Steve and Justin would love to hear your questions right now. Call 888-99-CHART. Okay, here's my answer to the question. In second quarter 2020, Manhattan was hit hard because of the COVID-19 virus. And, of course, the unchecked civil unrest has made things worse, and prices have come down in Manhattan. It's $1,642 Per square foot, so much it costs. How about, but looking back, looking back, go back on a timeline to New York, Manhattan, real estate. Okay, 19, the, the 1910s saw a surge in demand for housing, uh, and World War One, Manhattan real estate was selling around $8 per, $8 per square foot. Rent was about $40 a month. 1920s, roaring 20s, $15 per square foot, $60 a month for rent. 1930s, okay, we had that stock market crash, right? Well, back down, then it went to $5. So it was eight 1910s, then 1930s back to five, and rent was 45 1940s, World War II, $8. So after the war ended, New Yorkers faced a housing shortage as GIs returned home. Large-scale housing developments became common. So in order to save time here, I'll jump ahead to the 2000s. But if you are interested in reading the entire story, send me an email message through investout.com and I will send you the link. Okay, so in 2000s, from from the 9-11, you know, bombing, the housing boom and Lehman bankruptcy... Right after that, $1,200 per square foot. Rent was $3,800. So right now, it's $1,642. So, so what, this, what this is telling you, the story this is telling you, even though prices are coming down, and I think they will come down, they've always sprung back up for time after, after enough time has passed. So, interesting, though. I think it's interesting. Let's keep things moving. Here comes another caller question. As you might know, it came in earlier on our Anytime Listener Line, 888-99-CHART. Hey, Stephen Justin. Love the show. Chris here was calling about a specific stock, Progeny, P-G-N-Y. They are a medical device company in the field of reproductive medicine. I figure with more people later down the line, especially millennials, wanting to have children later, that maybe this could be a good long-term play for the future. would love to hear your thoughts on it. Thank you. Looking forward to your response. 
Well, that's interesting thinking. Actually, I like that thinking on your part uh, because you're 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 thinking outside the box. You're trying to discover something that no one else has been thinking about, and I guarantee you, that I haven't been thinking about it. So this is Progeny Inc. It's a two billion dollar company, headquarters in New York, provides fertility and family building benefit solutions in the United States for 1.57 million members. Now, for years, they didn't make money, but starting this year, they're going to make $0.19 a share. Next year, $0.53 a share. It's a $25 stock. Sales growth has been over 100% up until the recent quarter. It was 70%. And that's pretty good considering what we've been dealing with, right? I mean, we did with this COVID. I think that's pretty good, you know, that it's growing that fast still. So, I kind of like the thinking that people are waiting longer. Therefore, you know, that it might be more difficult for them to get pregnant and they may need help. And this kind of company is one that would help them. So is it worth it though? Well, it's going to make 53 cents. It's a $25 stock. So from that point of view, okay, what is that? A 10, 20, 30, 45 PE or so. So that's kind of steep, but maybe it's justified because of the sales growth. If they can maintain that sales growth, that might work. It was an IPO last year, in October of last year. So you know, I've always told you to wait six months after it comes out of an IPO. So when this came out, at first trading day closed at $16, ran up to $36 or so. Then in March, fell all the way back down to $16. Today's at $25. So after six months, one, two, three, four, five, that was six months exactly. Uh, remember, I've told you IPO stocks wait at least six months. Why? Because this insiders can start to sell after six months. Before they can't, they can sell their shares. So, always wait after. And this is, you know, several months after. So, I, I kind of like the idea. It's just as expensive. I, I don't think it would be for me because of the cost. I like the idea. I really do. Thanks for the call. Okay, uh, round two of stimulus, right? Round two, stimulus checks. Checks are going to run out. And, uh, extra money from um, uh, filing for unemployment benefits is going to run out into July. Okay. Many people got checks just from the government here. Helicopter money, right? Just drop it from helicopter, let everybody have some money. And that really had helped stem the tide of the economic calamity we were having. Okay, but now the round two is coming. The Democrats and Republicans are working on another package, and of course they're going to bicker about it. You know, we all know that. But it is coming. Problem is, it's not going to come, there's going to be a gap. Because here we are going to run out of these extra benefits for unemployed in July. Okay, and that's $600 or, you know, that you get a week or whatever that is. That's going to run out. But I don't think they're going to have this bill passed and ready till probably September. So there's going to be a gap, I think, in there. I, because they're, they're going to fight over this. It's not going to be just... A simple thing. These are we're talking about the direct payments to people. You know, here's another check or whatever. Uh, and it, a lot of that money 
you know, people saved. You call it because you can see in the savings rate jumped. So, um, and of course, this is an election year. You know, neither side wants to give the other side any credit. Man, they want to blame the other side. You know that both the Republicans and Democrats want it. Okay, but you know they're going to blame each other. That's just how it is. Most years, and this especially this year, an election year. But we are going to get around too. We just don't know, uh, you know exactly how it's going to be and what it's going to look like. Yeah. But we will. And I, that will pour more money into people's pockets, and that means more money to be coming into the stock market. So it's hard to have anything but a correction in the stock market when you got all this momentum built and more money flowing. All around the world, by the way, not just here. So, just want to let you know. Okay, let's get another caller question in. Remember, we get questions from all over the country. This one came from an internet. It came from a listener in Nebraska. Hi there, Stephen Justin. This is Nick in Lincoln, Nebraska. I uh, wanted to get your input on Americo. They run U-Haul, U-H-A-L. What I do know about the company is their price earnings is about 13 which seems pretty undervalued to me. I kind of feel like whether or not the economy is going well, that people will be using it. And so I'm looking for something that will do well, whether or not the COVID cases go up or down. Anyway, wanted to see what your thoughts are on UHAL. Thank you, and I'll be listening to the show. Okay, it provides truck, trailer, and self-storage room rentals for do-it-yourself moving storage in U.S. and Canada. $6.1 billion company, selling for $317 a share. They, they, in 2020, their year is already over, so they made $15.10. 2021, which will encompass the COVID economic collapse, they're going to make $3.92. 74% reduction. Next year, it's going to rebound to $17.90. Okay, so that's a pretty big projection of a rebound. Sales have increased in the most recent March quarter, 13%. Usually, they're running between 1% and 5% on average, somewhere in that range. And sales jumped in March. And the stock itself really hasn't moved that much because it has quite a bit of debt. And again, I'm going to point it out again. Stay away from companies that have lots of debt. Even though the debt's cheap, we're in a tough economic situation where even though it's cheap, it's difficult to pay. So I'm just I'm just not interested in... They have a huge cash flow. That's not the problem. Management owns a huge chunk of this, which is great, like 40% or so. So, you know, that's, that's a good thing. So it's got some good qualities to it, but I just don't like that debt. Just don't. I'm not, not for me today. You listen to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Pisa. And yes, the economy started to reopen. And now in some states here in California, it's been getting to shut it down a little bit. So most of us realize that the resumption of a strong level economic activity is going to take time, some time. But you can't allow that to change your retirement objectives or interrupt your entire retirement objectives. You need to control it. It's your job. Regardless of the pandemic, regardless of the rise, you, you have to maintain 
solid plan during this time. Okay, so I encourage you to reach out to me or Justin, uh, KPP Financial Offices in Irvine, California. We can help you. We want to help you. So it doesn't matter if you're a conservative investor or you're getting close to retirement or you're a younger worker, want to be more aggressive. It doesn't matter because, you know, we, we have strategies designed to achieve all those goals, all the financial freedom goals, from conservative to aggressive. Okay? So you can get started with a no-cost portfolio review. So call or send us a message through investtalk.com. And now I'm here and ready to provide unbiased answers to your finance and investment questions. We are taking your calls and we're doing it live at 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. We have good news. Steve and Justin have recorded an all-new Rapid Fire Hour. It's a free podcast download and you'll hear answers to 30 caller questions. You still get unbiased answers, but the show moves along at a faster pace. You can find it now for free at investtalk.com, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Search InvestTalk June Bonus Show. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls. The Anytime Listener line is open, 888-99-CHART. Hello, Justin and Steve. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for your show. Very informative, and I appreciate it. My question today is on Microsoft. Justin and Steve, you've been mentioning the possible pullback this year. Do you see Microsoft pulling back any time this year? And if you do expect that, at what number are you looking to purchase? Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, Microsoft Corporation develops operating systems, businesses, software, applications for services, PCs, intelligent devices. Cloud computing has been a big Big uh, area they've been investing tons of money in the last few years, and that's been starting to pay off big time. We have, we own this in one of our managed accounts. We only put on a half a position a few, maybe about a month or so ago, um, because we were hoping for a pullback then, and it hasn't. If it does pull back, I think a really good area is about 185 It's at $211.75 today. That's a good, strong uh, support level, uh, 185. That would be ideal. But growth is 13% in the most recent quarter, June quarter. March quarter before that was 15%. So, you know, the COVID thing, the riots, not slowing Microsoft down at all. Matter of fact, helps it greatly that it's helped it greatly because people working from home and use cloud computing more. So, you know, it's hard to see... uh, when it will, will slow down. We're starting to get some hesitation between the $205, $211 here. Um, it could be the time, you know, trying to signal a softening uh, in big tech. We'll see. We'll see if that's true. Because it's trading that, you know, $211 is going to make $7 a share. Not cheap, right? I mean, What is 30-something? Almost 40 P. Yeah, that's a high. It's at the top of its range. Let's put it that way. We're in turn equity is 40%, which is really good. Cash flow is pretty high. Those are good things, but uh, I don't want to chase it. No, I'm not. 
Okay, uh, let's see if we can do another phone call uh, question. Okay, not sure if we can get it in. Uh, 888-99-CHART. Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is Blake from Rhode Island. Just want to say huge fan of you guys' podcast. Calling today about Fortescue Metals, F-S-U-G-Y. Owned it for a little while now. Been looking at the uptrend. Just wondering your guys' thoughts. Please and thank you. The F-S-U-G-Y, and probably that's a foreign company, and it's not on my database. Anytime you have a symbol ending with a Y, that tells me it's a foreign company. So it's probably trading on the pink sheets, and uh, I don't track, I don't cover calls, uh, companies on the pink sheet. Chart, it's moved up very, very strongly from low as 11 to now 23, I definitely wouldn't buy it simply based on the chart. I'd wait for a pullback before you get into it. Okay? Uh, it's called Porsche Metals Group Limited. Over the county. Over the county. 888-99-CHART is our number. Time to give me, give us a call. All right, on Next Invest, talk the story. What's behind the perfect storm causing silver prices to surge? Hint, much of what's driving silver also is driving gold. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. 888-99-CHART, everybody. This is InvestTalk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Jennifer in San Francisco. Jennifer. Yes. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. I'm just wondering, what do you think about BioNTech? That's uh, in the big news today. And, uh, and if you think it's a good idea to get in at what point would you enter okay uh BioNTech, a german-based company that develops commercialized personalized immunotherapies for the treatment of cancer uh it's a fairly new company uh out in december uh, 2019 so it's less than a year old um but it's got pretty good numbers they they never made money for four or five years when they started until next year they're going to make money. This year they're going to lose 54 cents a share. But next year they're scheduled to make $2.22 a share. That's a huge turnaround. Huge turnaround. Not sure why. I'd have to look into a little bit more. And I don't know what – you said there was some news on it? Um, it's, um. uh I think that's the one with the, isn't the vaccine that's coming out? I'm looking, uh, I'm looking quickly at all the news. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, why about, is that the one that's in the deal with Pfizer? Yeah. It's called, that's BioNTech. And this BioNTech, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I know all about this news. Yeah. Didn't, didn't recognize it initially. Um, because I, I have it as B-I-O-N, the letter N, then tech, and this is spelled out, uh, biotech, okay. S-E. Anyways, um, 
Yes, this is the reason why it's shooting up is because of the phase 2B and phase 3 trials are starting this month on a uh, on a, uh, uh, a COVID-19 by uh, you know uh, by, what they call it, you know. That's what, when you have a senior moment, they're pretty frustrating sometimes. So but they have a deal, BioNTech and Pfizer. And they have been testing the the their their starting test of uh, their their treatment, their vaccine, which looks really strong as a really strong contender to fight this. They just got one point nine five billion dollars from the federal government to produce a hundred million doses. And now remember, they're just starting phase three. They're looking for the emergency use authority uh, to 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 uh, use it quickly. They think they might be ready, and this Jennifer is just came out just today or yesterday. They might be ready by October. October. No one's thinking that it would get anything before the end of the year or beginning of next year. So that was pretty big news, and a hundred million doses. They're they're going to prepare, even though they don't have approval. So that's how fast that this stuff is moving. So should you buy this stock? I think it's, personally, I think it might be too late to jump in at this stage. That's why they're going to make so much money next year, because this is going to produce a lot of money. But everybody knows it already. I mean, it went from, remember, it just came out in December um, uh, last year. Uh, It came out around $12, and here it is at $104 a share. So... And that's that's a skyrocketing stock. I don't. I just Jennifer. I just think it might be too late. I, I won't be buying it. Pfizer might be okay, but BioNTech is just you know it's just it's just sky it's just too too skyrocketing for me. I just don't. I just can't trust that. Appreciate the call though. Thank you. I guess we're out of time. We out of time. Yes, we are out of time. I'm Steve Peasley, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley. Got a minute left. I can't really do anything. The market was up 165 on the Dow, 26 on the Nasdaq, 19 on the uh, on the S on the uh, S and P 500. But what was really interesting was gold and silver, particularly silver, up nine percent today. Nine percent one day. I'm Steve Peasley. Thank you for listening to Invest Talk. I will return Friday with highlights from the newest KPP Premium Newsletter. In the meantime, please tell your friends that we have, protest, pro, we have posted a new June bonus show. Justin and I answer 30 questions in a rapid-fire method. And you can download it for free at investtalk.com, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Do that. Justin will be here tomorrow, everybody. Have a great night. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, It's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. 
Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. 